0: back to another episode on the Dreyball Trades Podcast. I'm Dre Mahi, and this week, or today actually, we're doing another Financial Friday episode. Today, we're going to be talking about how I'm preparing for a recession. And that might sound pretty crazy, but I'm going to be going all into it. So don't even worry about it. Let's go ahead and jump into things. First, before we start, I just want to say two little things. First one is, if you're looking forward to these episodes and you have been listening to them for a little bit, definitely hit the follow button. And feel free to hit notifications in case you want to be notified whenever a new episode comes out. That way you won't miss things like our bonus episodes and all those kind of great things. And the second thing is, jump straight into it, if you are looking to educate yourself and be prepared for whatever may happen, especially financially, keep listening because this is the thing that will benefit you a bunch. So first off, I think there's a lot of fear and uncertainty with everyone, especially Maybe you who's listening, going on in the world right now. And I think that is pretty crazy to think about. But I want to say that although there may be a lot of fear, although there may be a lot of certainty, not only should you not hide behind that fear and uncertainty, but, you know, I think for me personally, especially, I don't want to hide. I want to understand and make a plan to combat things that may be an issue. And so that's why, you know, this whole idea of our Financial Friday is preparing for a recession because if we're being honest, I don't know if there's going to be a recession. The world doesn't know there's going to be a recession. Like There may be indicators, people may say it, but honestly, a lot of things can happen and a lot of variables change how the course of everything works. And so instead of worrying about if it will or if it isn't, how about you just plan in case it does if it's such a big deal? So that's exactly what I did um, this past week because There's a lot of news talking about it. I'm like, well, it might be fun to like do some research about financially planning for recessions and educate myself. And so now I'm like, why don't I make a podcast episode and talk about it? Because I think this kind of thing is really interesting. I think it's something that you guys could learn a lot from. So you know, let's just kind of hop into what my research kind of led me to, and how I think things could go if we're looking at a recession. Um, And overall, how to combat it through investing and looking and being smart and educated and making choices that are not emotionally based. Uh, That was a lot, so let's go ahead and break it down, go slow, and go over some important things. So, first off, I think that when we are looking at um, going from, you know, quote unquote normal life to a recession, you know, I think that especially with investments, you really come down to instead of looking for growth which is in your like little quote unquote normal world thing. You know, you're looking to grow your money. You're looking to make more money. I think that a lot of things switch when it comes to recessions, you know, and the first thing that I think switches is especially when you're investing and you're trying to make a plan um, for investing. It really goes from man growth would be awesome, but that might not be realistic. So instead, let's go ahead and switch our perspective and focus on stability. Stability is what I think is going to be the investment if you're going into a recession and what you might want to care about. And that's definitely what I'm looking into. And so I was like, OK, hey, well, yeah, if there's not much growth, can things at least be stable? Can things at least be stable? Right. And so what is a stable investment? Well, let me tell you, there is a lot of things that you could see as stable. But for me, it's something that retains value. Right. It's something that stays uh, valuable, the same, no matter what uh, forces are imposed on it. For example, things like a recession. So what kind of things would you be looking into if we're going to invest in something that's stable? And that's really the main point uh, and the big question, right? What do you put your money towards? What do you prioritize value, uh, put your beliefs in and uh, almost rely on in those kind of times? And before we get into these there is one honorable mention, um well technically two, but you know, something that tends to hold value that I just wanna put an honorable mention in is you know things like gold, silver, and I'd even argue Bitcoin, that's very polarizing to say because you know, <laughs> we just saw Bitcoin drop from like sixty K to like 20,000 30,000 right? Something along those lines. And so that might sound crazy, but um that's a whole other episode. Feel free to literally DM me on Instagram if you're trying to see me compare uh, you know, gold, silver commodities to things like cryptocurrency and I think they're pretty much the same. But besides that, besides that, let's not focus on that kind of thing. That's an honorable mention. Let's focus on legit things like stocks, which is probably the most, you know, common thing that you're gonna be looking into with investments. Let's talk about what kind of things might look stable. What kind of things might look stable to invest into. So um, I can not tell you what you should invest into because, you know, this isn't financial advice, my financial advisor, but I would love to tell you what I'm looking into. Um, and it really comes down to one word that I'm looking for essential. Is it essential for life? Is it something that I think people themselves are going to want to rely on? Is it something that they have to rely on? You know, what is it going to come down to? And so it comes down to essentials. What are the essentials to live? What things do people absolutely need to live in order to survive, right? You know, instantly you probably think water, food, um, all these other type of things. And and that's, that's exactly what I'm thinking about too. That's exactly what I'm thinking about. In fact, I'm going to be pulling up um, my investment accounts. I make, uh, I use this platform called M1 Finance. This isn't uh, promotion. This is purely because I genuinely love their application. I use it to do all of my long-term investing. But I want to share uh, some cool things that I've done through this uh, M1 finance investment platform that allows you to see the kind of things that I am investing in. So the things that I'm investing in are essential needs, right? Things that I think are essential. So I'm going to be breaking down, let's see, One, two, three, four, five, six seven. I picked seven things out uh, that I believe are bare minimum, pretty essential things that financially make a bit of sense to invest in, especially for the at essentials. I'm going to be breaking them down in the list of how I prioritize the investment. Um, So example, if you aren't familiar with pie chart investing, it's basically, you know, you got a pie chart and you allocate percentages of companies uh, to invest your total budget into. So for example, you know, let's say you have $100 as your budget for the pie and you have Apple stock and you have Tesla stock and you want to invest 50% into Apple and 50% into Tesla, right? That means that your $100 is going to be 50 bucks towards Apple, 50 bucks towards Tesla. So that's kind of a simple breakdown. This is important because I'm using a pie chart investment. Just want to share that little background history. So first off, um, a thing that I think people are going to think are essential and care about is their health. So medical stuff is going to be very important. And so, you know, I'm looking at top 500 companies, right? I'm looking through PE ratios and the genre or like company type that they are, right? So I'm looking at medical things. I'm looking at stuff that's going to be helping with health and I'm looking at the PE ratio. Uh, If you don't know PE ratio, Google it. Um, It basically means price to earnings. You can figure that out on google i really don't want to go over it right now i'm, I'm super lazy but so the first one I stumbled across is johnson johnson now this might be kind of crazy but like i said i value pe ratios and i value the genre um, that they're going by and so their pe ratio is at a number that i'm comfortable with and they're in the health field so that hits my two marks that's making up 20 percent of this pie that i made and so you know, that's one thing of health is essential. Medical care is essential. They manufacture medical kind of things. And so, you know, people are going to want those things. That seems like a reasonable, essential need that people will want. Next up, I put Costco. Costco, because again, PE ratios is what I care about. They had a good PE ratio that I care about. And then secondly, uh, they provide gas and food. So it's kind of an all one place. Um, not to mention again, that PE ratio looked real nice for Costco. And so, you know, that combination of what well, people need, you need like you, you listen to this, you need food to live, you need food to live, right? Like that's not arguable. That's like a fact. You need to eat food to live. They provide drinks too, right? They got your water. So Costco is like an essential Costco. Like if you're gonna go to one place that, like I'm looking at on the financial sheets, I'm looking at like the nice little numbers, that don't mean anything until you understand what they mean right i'm like the pe ratios man they just earn money and they earn enough money and like people it provides an essential need right so it shows me that those numbers the pe ratio means people are spending money at costco that's the first thing i see so i'm like okay well that means costco is going to have money to make it through some tough times right and secondly if people are going to buy food and water and gas from them like that's top three like that's a well, top, maybe like top five. That's like top five. That, those are important things. And so Costco's got it. Costco's got it. Like I don't know what more to say. So that makes sense to me. You know, I care about people need food. You need food to live. You're going to need something to drink to live. And um, you're going to need gas to get to places. You know, you're going to need gas to use your car. And so that matters. Those are all the things that matter. So I'm putting 15% to Costco. That makes sense to me. Right. And then next up is the United Health Group Incorporation. Same thing. This is similar to Johnson & Johnson. This is the people who provide uh, health insurance. And so people care about health. Same exact thing. P.E. ratio look good. I like them 15%. I'm going to kind of be going over these um, pretty fast, just so I don't waste your guys time. Next up is Visa. This one might sound interesting because you might think, well, you know, if people need essentials, you know, is Visa really essential? And my instant thought is people need to spend money and people might go out of their way to get gold and silver and Bitcoin and Ethereum and they might transact using those kind of things. But a lot of cards that are used to transact are Visa cards. And my other thought is, well, people like to also stick with things that they already know. And so if they go into a hard time, I don't think most people are going to care about searching up an alternative solution unless it really benefits them. But, you know, for the most part, you know, people probably won't do that research. You probably wouldn't care to do that research mm-hmm. to figure out a whole new system, especially when a whole bunch of other things are on your mind during a very hard time. And so they'll probably use what they already have and I know personally visas are pretty much accepted everywhere. Like Discover's really cool, but frankly, they're not really accepted everywhere. You know, MasterCard, similar situation. So I feel like Visa, this is like a feeling mainly. Visa, yeah, they had good PE ratios. But more importantly, like I think people need to make transactions with their money. People are gonna, you know, transact their money to get those things from Costco. They're gonna use that transaction to pay for their medical stuff they're going to pay um for their gym memberships for their health all those kind of things and so visa makes a lot of sense to me 15 percent for visa next up this one just kind of makes sense because like it makes the world go around type thing and that is waste management um kind of self-explanatory if people are getting rid of things that they don't need um sometimes it's going to end in trash and so waste management you know that's always going to be a thing that people care about because we need to be able to monitor and take care of things that we are getting rid of waste management you get 13 percent. props to you next up is chevron chevron is similar to costco um the thing that i see chevron as is gas right and so people need gas to transport places 11 percent. next up this one's a very unique pick this one's kind of like the outcast of the group this one is salesforce Um, I may be biased because my sister works at Salesforce, Um, but, you know, Salesforce, I'm also looking at not just people as individuals, but I'm also looking at companies. Companies are going to do everything that they can to sustain themselves, right? Entrepreneurs are going to go out of their way to make sure that they have the resources that they need to make their business as effective as possible while cutting costs. And so Salesforce to me is like, wow, they're providing a lot of customer relationships. A big thing about businesses is caring about your customers. And Salesforce is, this is the biggest thing that kind of got me to love Salesforce. Their PE ratio is literally the highest PE ratio that I have seen in any company. Um, And you know, that's me doing limited research. So obviously there's some things to, you know, take it with a grain of salt is what I'm saying. But Salesforce, businesses are gonna like them. Their PE ratio is outstanding. And um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit biased because I know someone who works there. So, you know, hang me for it. But, but that's, that's literally the seven things I'm looking into. And baseline that I'm telling you guys is I'm looking at essentials. I'm caring about what people care about. I'm caring about what businesses care about. Because frankly, those two things are what are making the world go round. People work in a business, Businesses need to sustain those people. Those people need that. People need to also live. They're going to be focusing and really caring about what they spend their money on because frankly, they don't have a lot of, of it. And um, that's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. It comes down to one word and that word is essentials. With that being said, I'm Drayson. This has been the Drake of All Trades Podcast on the another Financial Friday episode. If you've made it this far, I don't know why you wouldn't want to listen to another episode from me. So there's going to be a link down in the description. It's going to be last week's episode of the Financial Friday podcast on or Financial Friday episode on the Dairy All Streets podcast. With that being said, I hope you guys appreciate this episode. I know I appreciate talking to you about things that I care about. So thank you. With that being said, I'll talk to you in the next one. Deuces.